Ich wart seit Wochen auf diesen Tag und tanz vor Freude über den Asphalt. Als wär's ein Rhythmus, als gäb's ein Lied, das mich immer weiter durch die Straßen zieht. Komm dir entgegen. Hallo und willkommen zu Gegenpressing, der Bundesliga-Podcast. This is the previous show. I'm Manu Feit. He's Stefan Bienkowski. Stefan, how's it going? Uh, I think probably slightly better than you at the moment. Uh, you're doing me a huge favor today uh, recording this episode basically af just after you've rolled out of bed, uh, Vancouver time. Um, yeah, I've got some kind of prior engagements I have to get to, so we're recording this a little earlier than usual on Thursday, <laughs> but... It also means we're doing this before Manu's first cup of coffee, which I can't even imagine doing. So I really appreciate it. Yeah, so if you hear snoring on this podcast, that is me having fallen back to sleep. Um, <laughs> no, in all seriousness, I was just about to roll out of bed when I when I saw your message. Um, it was a little bit of a later day yesterday because I was at the Canadian Championship quarterfinals between... Mm. Uh, Pacific FC and TSS Rovers, which was a great game. Um, good story. It's always up on Transfermarkt if, you, if you're curious into this kind of stuff. But it was a late night. Um, and yeah, but I'm really very much looking forward to talk about some Bundesliga football, um, Stefan. And I think this is going to be a fascinating weekend where we're closing in on the final stages of, of the season. And we should probably dive right into it after this break. This episode of the Gegenpressing Podcast is brought to you by BetOnline. BetOnline.ag is your number one source for all your basketball info, stats, news, and scores. Get the latest odds and lines, including the latest player reports for this year's pro basketball playoffs. BetOnline is always your sports information headquarters this season, as we have you covered for all your sports wagering needs. Basketball, MLB, NHL hockey, Right to UFC and boxing. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to get your betting info, including live betting options and your favorite casino and card games you can play right from your home. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to get in on the action. Be sure to use our promo code BELIEVE, B -L -E -A -V, B-L-E-A-V, to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. That is B-L-E-A-V. V for 50% welcome bonus. Bet online where the game starts. Yeah, here we go. Um, should probably also add this is brought to you in association with Get German Football News. Um, they are always super kind to stick up these predictions um, and you know promote this podcast. Um, so want to give them a huge shout out to. But Stefan, the Friday game. Um, this is once again actually a pretty big fixture. Um, mm. Köln against Hertha. Um, Hertha are still in hope mode, um, trying to fight for survival, although they now have closed that gap to just three points to the promotion relegation spot. It's still five to a non-relegation spot, and that would be Schalke, right? Um, but this is a must-win win game for them. And if you're actually curious about all of Hertha's problems, we, we did a bonus show with Matt Ford, right? Um, that mm -hmm. is now up on the Substack. So if you're interested in what's going on with Hertha, please check that out. But what are your thoughts here? Yeah, so um, 
I do kind of, I mean, I know this, there's a lot riding on this game, but I can't help but feel we've kind of slipped back into the, you know, the, the old Friday games are a snore fest uh, <laughs> <laughs> idea because I I don't know, I saw this fixture and I really struggled to get excited about it. I know Hertha are fighting for their lives, but um, they've kind of struggled to kind of put up a huge fight. Um um, I know obviously they picked up quite a surprise and went against Stuttgart last weekend, but um, I don't know. I just, I just, I'm just really struggling to kind of pick these teams apart because you got a Hertha team who I think can only offer so much. You got a Cologne team that are just kind of, you know, they're just kind of treading water mid table right now. So I've gone for a one-one draw uh, in this mm. match, and having said that, it will probably now end like 5-6 or something, but yeah, I, I think this is going to be a quite a straightforward draw, and a point each for both team. Yeah, teams. I was really te- I was really tempted to go with a 1-1 draw here, um, but I actually think that Köln might just put Hertha out of its misery and win this game 2-1. Um, mm. But I, I'm with you, this is going to be very tight, Um and I think that also pretty much secures Köln's um, stay in the league. The, the magic 40 points, right? They would be on 41. Um, mm. You know, not that there was a chance anyways, but um, that was basically secure their uh, future in the Bundesliga. Um, okay, so that gets us into the Saturday fixtures. Um, Bayern against Schalke. That is my game of the week. Um, and that is a big game um, with implications on both sides of the table. Of course, um, Bayern Munich first at the moment. They are one point ahead of Borussia Dortmund. Um, Schalke just jumped out of the relegation zone. They're now 15th. Um, Stefan Borussia Dortmund, the, the mayor of Dortmund, um, has invited Schalke to sign the Golden Book if they do beat Bayern Munich. <laughs> this is how desperate, but this is how desperate the, the, the Dortmund fans are and the city of Dortmund for Schalke. And I mean, of course, Schalke it would pain them probably to having to win this game to stay in the Bundesliga. But that would also help, of course, Borussia Dortmund um, to perhaps win the title. Um, with all that in mind, I was very, very tempted, very, very tempted to go for a draw here um, and give, you know, Dortmund the hope um, that this could happen. And I, I still feel that this is a, it's a possible outcome. But at the end of the day, I think Bayern Munich will somehow find a way to maybe win this game. And um, it will be tight, but I went for a 2-1 Bayern Munich win in the end. What are your thoughts here? Yeah, I've actually gone for the exact same result. Uh, and I've kind of had a very almost identical kind of train of thought lead up to this. Um, you know, it's funny we talk about Dortmund fans celebrating considering the away support that Schalke have taken to the last two games um, in terms of, you know, beating Werder Bremen and Mainz. I mean, I think in that Mainz game, they basically had the whole of the North Tribune um, or North Curve, I guess we would call it, in, or, mm. um, in, in Germany. Um so, you know, I wouldn't be surprised if the Allianz Arena is probably full of Schalke fans as well this weekend. Mm-hmm. Um, and if they did win this game, I wouldn't be surprised if their celebrations were up there with a potential Dortmund celebration uh, for winning the league yeah. title. That's just kind of the way that Schalke fans have really got behind the club in the last... Well, they've always been behind it, but in particular, the last couple of weeks has been really incredible. Um, 
I think this is going to be a really difficult game for Bayern Munich, to be perfectly honest with you. Um, mm-hmm. We've talked about them over the last couple of weeks, how they've really struggled. Uh, despite picking up wins, you know, they've scraped by uh, Hertha Berlin and Werder Bremen, two teams who historically and this season in particular on uh, certainly haven't put up much of a fight against Bayern, but still managed to cause issues on the day. Um and I think this is just kind of where Bayern are. If they do win this title, they will be crawling over the finish line. Um, and I think there'll be a lot of eyes on to see whether Schalke can offer something that Bremen and Hertha didn't. And I think they probably can, to be honest with you, which is why I've gone for such a narrow result. But um, I, I have to agree with you. Historically, uh, just in terms of the talent on the pitch, I feel like Serge Gnabry in particular has looked quite sharp in recent weeks and picking up goals. Yeah. So... There's probably still just about enough in this in this Bayern team to get them over the line. So yeah, I've gone for a two-one-one as well. Mm, yeah, um, wouldn't I mean with all having said all that, I wouldn't be shocked if Schalke gets something from this game. Hmm. Um, that is my caveat to my prediction. Um, and yeah, we'll see. It's definitely a game everyone should tune into. All right, so the next one. I think that is your match of the week, right? Union against Freiburg. So I'll let you take it away from here. Yeah, I mean, obviously this fixture speaks for itself. Um, Mm -hmm. It's basically a playoff for fourth place. If you kind of look at the league table right now, uh, which I'm assuming most people can't do because they're probably listening to this podcast as they're driving their car or walking their dog or something. But I'll tell you how it is. Uh, Union Berlin are top with 56 points. Not top, sorry, fourth with 56 points. Freiburg are right behind them with 56 points too. Um, Bayer Leverkusen are well behind them in sixth place, so no one's pick, no one's catching them from behind. And RB Leipzig are probably going to pull away. Maybe not, but they kind of suggested the last couple of weeks that they're going to try and submit third place. So it's basically a showdown between Union and Freiburg for this match. Um, and it was really, really tough to kind of pick between them, to be perfectly honest with you. Yeah. Um, but... I do kind of feel like over the last couple of weeks in in regards to like, you know, Union dropping points against Leverkusen and then that defeat at Augsburg last week, there's something that makes me think that Union are maybe beginning to run out of steam a little bit. Um, and I feel like um, they'll probably try and go into this game to win it. And that might actually play into Freiburg's hands, who themselves haven't been obviously fantastic they've kind of lost two games in a row to RB Leipzig which is no no great um, you know insult or, or, or a problem you know Leipzig are obviously a very good team but I don't know there's just something that makes me think Freiburg are still kind of ticking along better than Union right now so mm. I've gone for a somewhat surprising 2-1 win for Freiburg in this match uh, and I think we might see not officially because there'll be what still two or three games after this one to go, but I think this match they might determine which of these two teams finishes in fourth place. Yeah, yeah, that's a good shout. Um, I went with the the opposite result. I went with a one nil win for Union Berlin, but I you know I understand why you I understand your prediction, and I think this is going to be an extremely tight match. Um, <laughs> having said all that, I actually looked up the these two clubs' previous results, and um, it's a 0-0 draw. Then it's a 4-1 win for Union, and then it's a 4-1 win for Freiburg. <laughs> <laughs> so um has been pretty unpredictable in the past. I, that's, I guess, what I'm trying to say here. Um, 
it should be an interesting game. Definitely worth tuning into if you're not on glued to Bayern against Schalke. So if you're not glued against um, on the TV for the Bayern against Schalke match or Union against Freiburg, there is actually another pretty big fixture that uh, Saturday, and that is um, Frankfurt against Mainz. That's the the Rhein-Main derby. Um, you know, Mainz is sort of often considered an afterthought to Frankfurt. They're very close to one another. It's a 20, I think it's a 20 minute S-Bahn ride to get from one to the other. Um, um, but Mainz actually in itself is a capital. Um, the capital of Rhein, how, how Rheinland-Pfalz you say in German, Rhein-Palitat, I think it is in English. Mm-hmm. Anyways, the two teams don't like each other. Um, and I think this makes it a really, really, really interesting game. So if you're into a local ivory um, or derby, um, this might be a game worth checking out. Um, and I think that Frankfurt will continue to struggle here with the coaching decision. Um, they really seem to be running out of steam. Mines looking pretty good. Um, and I think they're going to win. Mines are going to win this game 2-0. Yeah, I've gone for something similar, to be honest. I, th- I do kind of feel like um, Frankfurt are kind of up against it at the moment. They've obviously got that cup final uh, to look forward to on the horizon. And I guess that'll be a kind of fitting send-off for Glasner. And of course, anyone who's maybe interested as to why Oliver Glasner uh, and Frankfurt have kind of parted ways or are yeah. due to part ways, obviously, put in my newsletter on it this week. Um, but... I, th- I do kind of feel like, you know, you look at the form of Frankfurt recently in 2023 and there's just very little suggest that they have anything left in the tank, but also any sort of incentive to kind of go out and win this game. Whereas Mainz, I feel like while their per- per- performances and their kind of um, form is quite hot and cold at the minute, they, they, they certainly do seem capable of winning games like this. So yeah, I'm going for a 2-1 win for Mainz in this match and... Uh, yeah, I feel like Frankfurt are just going to kind of diminish into, into insignificance in the league until that Pokal round uh, comes around. Yeah, classic Frankfurt, hoping for a cup win to fix everything. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and it just might. You don't know. You just don't know. All right, um, that gets us to Wolfsburg against Hoffenheim. Um, this was another game I really struggled with um, in terms of predictions. Um, this is, of course... Two teams with very different fortunes, right? Um, Hoffenheim, with a result here, can really pull themselves out of the relegation race, or battle, rather. And I think they might just do that. I think they're going to draw Wolfsburg 1-1. What are your thoughts here? Yeah, so I actually feel quite the opposite, actually. I feel like, you know, Wolfsburg went into that Dortmund game in a decent run of form. And mm-hmm. just got absolutely spanked. Uh, there's no two other ways to put it, to be perfectly honest with you. Um, and I mean, look, there's no, there's no way of kind of um, suggesting otherwise. It was obviously a really embarrassing day for the club, but it might work out for them in the end, in the sense that it might really hone, um, you know, the players. It might kind of really kind of flush out any idea of um, you know inconsistency or putting their feet up. And, you know, it might mean Wolfsburg over the next two or three games really get their head down and make sure they kind of make up for that result. And I feel like this weekend's game against Hoffenheim is a perfect example for them to bounce back. So, mm. you know, we've seen Wolfsburg kind of play very hot and cold this season, but when they're when they're focused and when they're determined to win games, um, they certainly have the players to do that. 
And although Hoffenheim have been better in recent weeks under a new head coach, I feel like Wolfsburg will have too much for them. So I've actually gone for a 2-0 win here for Wolfsburg. Interesting. All right, well, we'll see. Um, this next one was another one that I struggled with. That's Bochum against Augsburg. Um, again, you know, Augsburg, they get something from this game. They're essentially out of the, the relegation battle here. And uh, Bochum will be will be trying to get do anything in their power to get a result, um, possibly win it. Um, Stefan... I really struggled with a result here. Um, what are your thoughts? Yeah, I'm, I'm the complete same, to be honest with you. Um, I've actually gone for a 1-1 draw in this game just because mm. both teams are more than capable of picking up results week in, week out. But also, in a sense, struggle. Um, I feel like Bochum in particular really seem to revel in the games when they're up against the bigger teams. We saw that against Dortmund a few weeks ago. Uh, whereas Augsburg are anything but a big team, so um, yeah, yeah, I think this is, I think this could be a lowly one-one draw, which ultimately doesn't really do any of these teams any good. Uh, but mm. yeah, that's how I see it. But you're right; it's it's basically a must-win game for Bochum. Yeah, I've gone for a one-one draw too. Um, I just sense that that might be enough for Augsburg. Um, and obviously for Bochum it's not, but you know they will have to take it and hope for the best, I guess. Um, but yeah, we shall see um, how this all plays out. That gets us into the Sunday fixtures, and this is of course now the the first game. Oh, sorry, not the Sunday fixture into the top spiel, which is still on Saturday, um, and that is Dortmund against Gladbach. Neither one of neither one of us picked that as the top spiel for ourselves, but it is actually a really big fixture. Uh, the Battle of the Borussias, right? Um, this is a game that Dortmund, considering what we predicted, um, that Dortmund will have to win to keep pace with Bayern Munich. Um, Dortmund are at home, and uh, that is an automatic win, Stefan. This is this is how this works. This is the way. Um, so <laughs> I went for a very clear three 0 Dortmund win here. Yeah, I mean, there's a reason neither of us picked this for our top spiel, uh, and it's because it's probably going to be a pretty one-sided affair. Um, you know, I think Gladbach have actually looked decent in recent weeks, and mm. they've kind of managed to pull together some degree of form. Uh, they've obviously picked up that win last week, um, you know, so there's 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 still plenty in this book, uh, sorry, this Gladbach team to, to cause issues, but... As we've talked about throughout the season, um, Dortmund's home form is really something to hang your hat on. It's something mm-hmm. that the club have relied upon throughout the season. Um, they really are a real Jekyll and Hyde team in terms of their home form and their away form. And while there might be some question marks over next weekend's trip to Augsburg, um, I feel like this is just kind of this is the kind of game that this is this is as we'd say, this is Dortmund's bread and butter. This is a game that they're just quite happy to just pick up, step into, get geared up in front of the West, mm. uh, the West Farm Stadium, uh, the Yellow Wall, um, and and win. So yeah, I've actually gone for a pretty confident three-one win for Dortmund. Yeah, there we there we have it. Um, so that would mean the title race will stay exciting. Um, that gets us into the Sunday fixtures. Finally, into the Sunday fixtures. Not as I said earlier. Um, <laughs> and so the first one is Stuttgart against Leverkusen. I had a really hard time predicting this one because obviously we we were recording this before Leverkusen played their um, first leg a Europa League semi final against Roma, mm-hmm. um, and 
I think much on how Leverkusen will handle the run when into the season will depend on how games are going against um, uh, games are going in the Europa League. Stefan, um, having said all that, I do think that Leverkusen have the quality to beat Stuttgart, right? Um, which is why ultimately I settled for a two 0 win for Leverkusen. No, oh, that's interesting. I've once again, and this is my one. To I guess my third draw of the weekend, um, maybe fourth. Um, I've gone for a two-two draw in this game for a few reasons. Number one, uh, as you said, Leverkusen have this Europa League tie, yeah. which um, we're recording before. Um, so obviously injuries permitting is a big issue as well. But I think first and foremost, like um, if you look at Leverkusen's form in and around these Europa League fixtures, it does tend to drop off. Xabi Alonso in particular does tend to rest players. Florian Wurz, for example, has kind of came in and out of the team. Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if he doesn't play the full 90 for this match. Um, but having said that, Leverkusen's away form is actually quite impressive, you know. Uh, if you kind of look at the record on the road this season, they're seventh in the table for away form. But if you kind of look at the last five games, they're actually fourth in the table for away form. So, or sorry, last ten games. So, they are quite good at kind of you know, hitting teams on the road, maybe playing a kind of counter-attacking style and winning games. Uh, but they're also up against a Stuttgart team that have looked obviously much better under their new head coach. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, they're kind of pulling together a decent run of form. They've only lost one in five. Their home form in particular has actually really picked up. Um, you know, if you kind of look at um, Stuttgart's last five home games they're actually 13th in the table and like kind of really pulled themselves away from that, that bottom three or four mm. um, you know the last time I watched them was actually in their Pokal clash with Frankfurt um, and they were really just tremendous in that first 45 minutes before injury and illness kind of just seemed to decimate that team at half time um, so I think we're going to have a Stuttgart team who are very good at home and very buoyed up and very in form against a Leverkusen team who might be missing yeah. one or two players, but on the road, on the on the whole, are quite good in away games. So that's why I've gone for a pretty entertaining two-two draw. Yeah, uh, keep an eye on what's happening on Thursday. I think that's that's very important, maybe for the context of this game. Um, so I put an asterisk on my result. I think you're probably the same, right, Stefan? Um, <laughs> the Roma fixture looms large and. Um, could very much determine the rest of the season um, and next year, of course, for for this for the VX self. Um, yeah, so this is an interesting game. Um, final match of the week is Leipzig against Werder. Now, my understanding is Werder still without Niklas Füllkrug. Um, they are away, right? They are playing a Leipzig side that is poised to somehow finish in the top four. Um, and I think that Leipzig is just going to smash Werder in this one. Stefan, um, I went for a pretty convincing 3-0 win for Leipzig. Mm. I, I've actually done the exact same, to be honest, except I've given Werder Bremen some degree of, um, I don't know, I guess a consolation goal, if you want to call it that. Mm. Um, and I've gone for a 3-1 win. Um, but yeah, I completely agree with you. Leipzig just seem to be in one of those runs at the moment. We've kind of seen that a couple of times this season under Marco Rosa, where everything just kind of clicks into gear. They're capable yeah. of beating anyone. They're just, they just kind of really drum up results. Uh, and it'd be really interesting to see what kind of state they are ahead of, I think, if I'm not mistaken, they play Bayern Bar- Munich next weekend. Yes. Um, 
So, you know, I'm sure there'll be a few people from Munich watching this game on Sunday with the notepad out. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so I've gone for a very straightforward 3-1-1 because, um, yeah, I just feel like Leipzig kind of have the bit between the teeth right now. Christopher Nkunku's back, everything's clicking into gear. And while Bremen yeah. can offer some issues, uh, I don't think it'd be enough to really bother um, Leipzig on the whole. Yeah, I mean, this is this is not Bayern Munich at home, it's Leipzig away, right? That, that changes everything um, in terms of outlook. But yeah, here we go. That's it. Um, match day 32. Wow, we're getting very, very close to the end. We're getting <laughs> we're getting squeaky bum time, Stefan, as uh, Ferguson used to say. So um, <laughs> this season, this I think we're going to maybe have some inkling on how things might settle at the end of this match day. Um, so I'm really excited to see it. I see the love of seeing the um, the dice fall and <laughs> the domino fall and see how it all turns out. But yes, um, as always, the show is brought to you by Bet Online in association with Get German Football News. Um, any final thoughts before we wrap this week up? No, I think it's just important that we get you back to your bed. <laughs> I think I'm going to go hit the weights first before I do anything else and get some coffee. But <laughs> I managed this entire show without yawning. That's that's a success. <laughs> hey, listen, sometimes we do this show in the middle of the day and I yawn the whole way through, as listeners have reminded me. So you've done much better than I usually do. <laughs> it was not always easy to get you keep your thoughts straight. But um, no, this this is great. Um, glad we got the show in and um, enjoy the match day, everyone. Check out the newsletter. There's some really great new content up this week. We we covered the Glasner story in depth, as we mentioned on this show. We have a really good podcast, I felt, on Hertha Berlin 50 plus one, what it all means um, with uh, a 50 plus one specialist in Matt Ford, which I highly recommend anyone to listen to uh, who's interested in what's going on with Hertha. Um, then, of course, you covered Frankfurt as well with the newsletter, and I have a newsletter on Danny Da Costa and Mainz. Um, I spoke to Danny Da Costa last week. Um, so check that out. Subscribe to the newsletter. Um, and then we will be back with new content next week. Enjoy the match day. Auf Wiedersehen.